You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay. Yay! If you like hanging out at Walmart, if you like hanging out in the aisles, if you like talking random stuff, Random Ramblings with Rock. Uh, random Ramblings Links with Rock. Yo, yo. Random Ramblings Links with Rock. Walmart talking or random or random 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 robblings to rob 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 <laughs> What up everybody this your boy B Rob and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to thank you all so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, I'd like for you to go ahead and lean over and give that person a crisp high five but you know you got omicron prime out there and shit making other little transformers and all this other crap you may not want to touch nobody's hands and shit you want to get six feet back do the little rubby rub get your sanitized on so what you can do you can pick up your social media app of choice and you can send that person a well-crafted dm telling them thank you for recommending you to me Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Ramblings with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3RShow, Instagram at The3RShow, and you can find many interviews like this one on YouTube by searching 3RShow, and for anything that I may have forgotten to mention, you can find it all on RandomRob.com, to where also on RandomRob.com, you can find many different ways to support the show, like buying fly merchandise and shit and hitting up the sponsor hooks rubs and spices i got a hat right here that they hook me. i'm gonna just switch that out for the duration of the program <laughs> hooks rubs and spices you can get some delicious herbs and spices to put all over your barbecue you got damn tacos whatever it is that you want to put in your mouth hole for nutrition put some hooks rubs and spices on it and you can get 15 percent off your order if you use promo code random now I got all that out of the way. I got to really try to trim that down some because I'll be, I'll go back and edit this stuff and I look at the minute mark. I was like, yeah, this shit's long, but I have a guest for those of you who have the benefit of uh, seeing this visually with your eyeballs on the YouTubes or wherever. Right over her. We got Miss Cosmic with us or whatever. Now, back in the day, many moons ago, um, you know, my military service took me to many different places and everything like that. And um, I wound up in a spot to where I had the opportunity to train in the art of professional wrestling. So it was um, a small group of us or whatever. It was just really two of us. It was me and um, I had her on the show before, uh, Rhonda. Uh, she was another girl that was there freaking uh, training with us. But later on down the line, we had this lovely young lady to come in there. And I had to tell you this. I didn't have a problem working with women because, you know, Rhonda was in there and she was just like, you know, raw and just, you know, just mean and all kind of stuff like that. So she was like a, 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 one of the guys to us or whatever. So we just we didn't care. We, we trained like we trained. But this lady came in there and I was just like, this is like a girl girl. <laughs> and I was just like, I was I was nervous. But what got me out of that this young lady right here came in there and was like, "Hey, don't go easy on me. Hit me with the <laughs> hit me with the deep voice and shit." And I was like, "Oh shit! All right, 
I know what time it is. And she just. <laughs> it's, it's that New York upbringing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, I mean, and, it, and it wowed me. I, I was, I was uh, impressed. I was like, yeah. I said, we ain't going to have no punks in this class. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember like when I was training with you guys that a lot of the guys would, were like afraid to like even mm-hmm. like grab me and be like, oh, I'm sorry if I'm grabbing you too hard. Like, like I'm not just like, this is mm-hmm. what this is about. Like we're, yeah. I'm not here to, you know, fall gently. Like I'm we're doing pro wrestling. This, mm-hmm. this is how it goes. <laughs> and if, um, if I'm correct, you had a little bit of training prior to coming, hanging with us for a little while, right? Yeah, so I did have some training prior to that, and at the school I was attending at the time, um, nothing was held back, you know what I mean? The girls, mm-hmm. the females all trained the same way the males did. Um, there was no, like, separating them because of the sexes or because they were yeah. fragile or weak. No, we took everything the guys took to the best of our abilities. Word. So, like, that experience prior to us, whatever, that was, like, your first foyer into the realm of wrestling? Um, the school was, um, the school was, I literally was like, I saw wrestling on TV and was like, you know what? I feel like I want to try this. So I looked up a school and just started. Yeah. And then you talking about coming from New York and everything, and it's a big city. And, you know, when I was younger, I always had this dream of, you know, doing some type of professional wrestling and whatnot. And then it was just different then. It's like, I didn't, I couldn't just be like, Hmm, wrestling school, <laughs> you know? So it, it, like the dream kind of went away from me and I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta go get a job and shit like that. But because <laughs> of my military service and places that I wind up being in it, it brought that opportunity back to me again. I mean, you know, I didn't go as far as you have and how you're doing right now, but I got to get the experience and everything. And I got to say that I got to do it before I died. So I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone's journey is totally different. Even when I was looking up, like I literally came from a background with no, in, no interest in pro wrestling. That's the truth. I grew up, I was, I didn't watch wrestling. I watched it when I was like, in the fourth grade and everyone else was watching it the big you know uh, steve austin and the rock everybody was talking and saying the same things they were saying i was like where is this coming from i don't know what everyone's talking about so i did i catched it a, a few times on tv then i understood what everyone was going nuts over um i watched it for like a bit and then i kind of just grew out of it as some people do then it wasn't until like i was around um in my 20s i saw it again and it was kind of like a I was kind of surprised because I didn't mm-hmm. realize that even though I stopped watching, wrestling had gone on. So, yeah. like, to me, it just disappeared off the face of the universe until I saw it again. And then I saw the women that were doing it. And I was like, I don't I don't know. It's just something that I was just like, I want to try this. I literally did a Google search with my zip code <laughs> and the website. It so took simple. Me to, yeah, well, it wasn't that simple, though, because when I looked it up. Mm-hmm. The school had like one of those like web pages that looked like it was from the 90s. Oh, so shit. I wasn't even sure that someone was even attending to this site if the information was correct. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to leave my borough and go elsewhere for like an hour traveling to see if this place is open. And that's what I that's what I did. <laughs> Word. I mean, so I've been 
keep in touch with you sporadically. I've been kind of just peeping through the window that is, is social media, you know, just at your Instagram and everything, seeing clips of your training and actually getting into the ring and just uh, wrestling aside or whatever. You have uh, somewhat of an unhealthy obsession with Sailor Moon. Can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> unhealthy? I feel like this person that stands here right now would be nowhere without Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. I have to say, she was obviously one of the biggest contributors to the person i am today it's why i'm a magical girl now and for you guys who don't understand what a magical girl is it's what sailor moon is sailor moon is a category a genre there are many like sailor moon they're not called sailor moon they're called magical girls Mm -hmm. um they all have their own different stories their own different shows some are more adult some are more kiddish but the basic is is that they're a girl with magic powers and that's Mm -hmm. what i am (laughs) so yeah i wouldn't say it's unhealthy i was obsessed i was obsessed since i was like five years old so it's just stuck with me the whole time good so like whenever you got you know deeper into your training and everything and you know starting to get further and further along whatever when it was coming time for you to you know kind of build yourself up your persona and whatnot to what you'd be traveling with i mean was this always in the forefront of your mind um So one of the things I feel like pro wrestling has helped me in my life was kind of be able to say what I want out loud Mm -hmm. and not be embarrassed about it. Because when I liked Sailor Moon, it wasn't cool to like Sailor Moon. It wasn't cool to like anime. It wasn't cool to be like, you watch Japanese cartoons. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they, everyone's accepted as a normal thing now. And it's part of like pop culture and everyone accepts it. Um, But for a while, no one like the ones who did watch sailor moon watched it as a kid and kind of dismissed it like mm-hmm. i don't want to say like pokemon but like for a while when pokemon fell off people were like oh you still watch pokemon you know what i mean like yeah. just like that and it was just like yeah like sailor moon's my like everything what do you mean i don't mm-hmm. i don't understand but um at first i didn't really know what i wanted my character to be i didn't understand and I was, I just came up with the idea of like a space girl. That that was it, right? That was my, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to do a space girl. And then it was like an alien girl. And then when I finally like decided that I was going to do this, I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of just like dancing around what I want to do. I don't care. People don't understand. I don't care because there was a lot of, uh, I want to say opinions about Mm -hmm. what I should do. Like people giving me advice and giving me, like, I'm sure they were trying to be helpful. I'm sure they're trying to be like, you know, I'm in this game for blah, 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 long time. You, even to just my name as Cosmic, which I have been using this handle since I was like 11 years old on the internet. um, It was a big deal because it was just one name. So they made it a big deal that it wasn't like Cosmic, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. like or something before cosmic no i just wanted to be cosmic because this is who i've been word so what else do you like to this extent or whatever i mean besides <laughs> sailor moon i mean is there any other characters uh oh yeah i have a whole i i love um i don't want to say hand-drawn but i love animation mm-hmm. it's like i love the comics everything like i am a big cartoon person i don't i i like the um 
the 3D kind of stuff now they have, the CGI, yeah. it's cool and not, but I just feel like in in the progression of, you know, heading towards the future where we don't have to draw things by hand anymore or um, it's easier now to just do, like, these little programs that do these smooth lines and, like, everything is just very cut clean. I feel like we lost an art in 2D animation. Like, if you look back at the old Disney movies, the mm-hmm. movement of the hair, of the wind, it was just something so magical that, you know, I'm all here like, oh, it's just like Sailor Moon. Like, I, it was the <laughs> magic of it. The magic aspect is what got me to, like, to love it, to enjoy it, to just mm-hmm. love watching it over and over again. So I love the the new, like, Disney movies, the new animated movies they have where it's, um again, easier to do yeah. and cost less money to make or whatever but i just feel like it's such a lost art now speaking of art and hand-drawn things or whatever what i i I thoroughly enjoy about um your postings on instagram and everything that the fan art that people do of you and everything you know they kind of mock you up like a sailor moon character and everything (laughs) and just other renditions or whatever i mean what was that like when you got your first like fan art and whatnot actual first fan art was someone drew it with like a crayon and um it was like my um group mm-hmm. and even though it was like you can obviously tell this was done by hand and quickly drawn or maybe it was taking a long time who knows but i loved it i love fan art i love like i said i just i enjoy what fans could bring to the culture if that makes sense you know the fan fiction the art these little like um nicknames they give people whatever like that Mm -hmm. that whole kind of like type of person that just immerses themselves in your story and like if tomorrow i wanted to be i don't know cat girl then they would just call me cat girl like you know what i mean they wouldn't like they'll be they'll be like wait what happened to cosmic but yeah go cat girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah then they'll just put cat ears on you say Moon. exactly (laughs) exactly it'll just they'll just accept whatever it is that i and that's like one of the main things i love about pro wrestling i saw this dramatic um just this dramatic world of grown-ups who (laughs) got on stage and Mm -hmm. were these characters and other grown-ups in the crowd agreed that this person was who they said they were mm-hmm. and i just found it like my chance like that's how i'm gonna be cosmic like this is how there's at this point no one can tell me i'm not you know what i mean yeah it was it's, just it's like it's like it's like watching a soap opera like you know yeah. you're watching something and yet you're just like behind it 100 percent. like don't do it don't do it do it do it yeah is <laughs> more violent theater exactly exactly it was it was amazing because i was just like so surprised i was like wrestling is still going on and then i saw these adults being so emotional Mm -hmm. and then these other adults being swayed by the emotion within the crowd and it was just like like right there it clicked like like this is what i want (laughs) okay so going through your training and everything and just you know being an active professional wrestler now, I mean, I know you said you didn't really start off as a, you know, a viewing fan of professional wrestling. Do you watch it more now to like study oh, yeah. and maybe? Definitely, definitely. I, pro wrestling is like my life now. 
So <laughs> there's before it was a very like uh, I had one foot in, one foot out kind of deal. Yeah. Like, I didn't know if this is going to work out. I don't know if I'm going to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I, I don't I didn't even really tell people I was wrestling for mm-hmm. and I was doing it already for like such a while before I even decided to tell my family, decided to tell my friends, decided to actually post it on Instagram like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So I now wrestling, I watch my friends who made it to bigger companies. I cheer them on. It's the whole thing. So like within your peer group and everything, I mean, if you had to recommend someone other than yourself for us to watch, who would you put out there? So I do a lot of uh, indie shows. Um, Definitely, obviously, I was going to say Rembrandt, who trains me. Mm -hmm. So Rembrandt Lewis is who you guys should definitely be watching. Um, I would say Encore, whose name is Andre Encore. He also is someone to watch. Um, A lot of people from New York City are really big, like, are not big, but like, are doing their thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They have their own fan base. They have their own set moves, their own characters down pat. They're they're killing it. Um, I also have like uh, Seton. He's also killing it he's it's just i I can definitely link you um Mm -hmm. they're everyone's really passionate about what they do good so i think where where was i gonna go um we was talking about characters and everything like that but just professional wrestling in itself and whatnot because it's something that you've you you're actively giving yourself to or whatever, but what has professional wrestling given back to you as far as like, you know, has it boosted your confidence or, you know, just, you know, gave you a set of skills that you never thought that you have at this point in your life? Uh, I would say definitely boosted my confidence. Like I said, I've, I've always been sort of like, I don't want to say a mean girl, but I have <laughs> yeah, a certain mean. aura, you know what I mean? People automatically assume based on what my face looks like that I'm a certain type of way. But through pro wrestling, I have been able to meet so many different people, so many different personalities that I've definitely opened myself up to that. I'm no, I try really hard, even though sometimes people still tell me like, oh, you look scary. I don't want to talk to you because you look <laughs> mean. But I, I, I'm not like that now. Or I, maybe I was a little bit before, but not anymore. <laughs> um, so, Come on, yeah, wrestle me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> my confidence oh, is right. way up. Like I said, I'm able to uh, say exactly what I want now. I don't have to feel embarrassed of what my ideas are or what I want to be able to portray or be like, oh, oh are people going to get this or not? You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to go out there looking dumb. Like, I don't feel that way now. Now I know if I go out there, I'm going to be looking cute no matter what. So. <laughs> and that's that's what i've that's what i like about this period in time obviously we have a lot of issues and flaws and whatnot but just to go back to the point that you was talking about earlier years ago when we were younger you know to like something you know passionately and really care about it you know you're a geek you're a nerd exactly. you, just, you know all kind of stuff but now to you know just be vocal about a thing that you like i mean you just have a legion of people right behind you just like yeah i like that shit too exactly exactly that's that's all it was back then i'm sure it was the same for people who were fanatics of wrestling like after Mm -hmm. the whole thing fell off and 
wrestling kind of died down. I know there was a bunch of like a lot of fanatics still, and people would be like, "Oh, you like wrestling? You know, it's fake, right?" Oh boy, <laughs> they love to say that. That's like their number one thing to say. And now I'm just like, well, you know, Game Game of Thrones is fake too. You yeah, know, I mean, like, I, I ain't never seen no dragon fake. flying around this Literally bitch. Everything is fake. Everything's fake. There's not every, the food you eat is fake. Everything is fake. So, I mean, yes, we we really are in the Matrix, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> is that air that you're breathing? Is it? I don't know. Was, it smells but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. From the point that we met and everything, and then you just kind of, uh, well, I know I, I left because I retired and everything or whatever. How long did you stay there? And what was the move from there to, you know I mean, I guess your next venture into your training and whatnot? Um, I wasn't there for that long, actually, like maybe just like to the end of the year. Okay. I do appreciate my time while I trained there, though. Like, do you remember Rick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Rick. He was so good at helping me train for the little bit that we did. Um, I felt like I, I saw his movements and I was like, oh, yeah, this mm-hmm. looks like what I'm used to seeing. Like, this guy got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I really enjoyed my wrestling time there. I wish I could have done. I did like one little show thing, like mm-hmm. where I came out in the crowd and it was a mess. Everything was a mess. <laughs> People fell on baby oil. It was like ridiculous, right? Whoa. But I- yeah, it was a it was a mess. But it was just like the very first time I got out in front of a crowd and did just this tiny thing. I think I just I can't even remember. I think I pulled someone's leg. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I-, I could just remember getting with them the first time. Just seeing them do, they put on a show on um, the base that I was on at the, one of the elementary schools or some shit. And I went there and I seen the show and then they made the announcement afterwards that, hey, the champ is going to be here at the Dollar General signing autographs and shit, right? I was like, <laughs> Dollar General, yes. Yeah. I mean, because that's how small that's, that place was. That's royalty, like the Dollar General. You are. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shit, Dollar General, he was at a dollar store, I might have tuned out. I might have not have went. It's just upscale. It was just, like, better. Like, generally a dollar, but not exactly a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I went up there. I took the kid with me and everything, and um, I seen him sitting there. He had the belt on the table, and I was just like, because I, I watched the show. And, you, I mean, you you know who run the show and everything. I mean, they they up there, and I'm just like, Nobody helping them break down the shit after the show. And I'm just like, do y'all need some help? Because, I mean, I can help y'all set up the ring or something. I can help you with your Facebook. I can do something, man. Because it's just like. I remember you coming with, like, a pack of kids. Like, not kids, (laughs) but, like, trainees to put out the chairs, to to make the ring, to build the ring, all this stuff. I was like, who is this? (laughs) Yeah, it's I, I would because I was an instructor there on the base and I was just like, hey, uh, y'all not doing nothing this weekend, is you? I need like 10 of y'all. Y'all can come with me. We're going to go watch some wrestling. And then when we get there, they start loading up equipment. I was like, shit, that motherfucker lied to me. <laughs> I was like, well, now nah, you're going to watch some wrestling, but it's a working party. <laughs> But it yeah, was, I, it was definitely like an experience. I mm-hmm. it, it was the same for me. I went to a show that they had at a community center, and at the end, 
they were just like uh everybody was just standing there and i went up to the, the promoter and i was like yeah. do you guys train or have a school and they're like what do you mean i was like do you have a school like do you train people and they're like yeah we could train people why are you interested i was like yeah i was like he was why like, you so... think i'm asking motherfucker i know like i'm like yeah and then he's like oh have you ever been side the ring i'm like yeah so they put me to run the ropes like mm-hmm. in the ring and i feel a little bit insulted because when i ran it they were like oh wow you run the ropes so good i was like isn't that the very basic like what what do you think i was gonna do like trip <laughs> yeah well i mean because i had no prior experience or whatever and um so because by that point i had already been there with them and doing stuff and whatnot and we didn't have that many c- people come through there it was just like me Rhonda, and uh we had another guy uh adam he he came i do remember there. adam i don't remember Rhonda though i never trained with her I think once, maybe, because she was the only girl there. Oh, I think one time you're right. Mm. One time, right? We were at the bar. Yeah, it was just the once, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah, okay. I only remember, like, I remember Rick. I remember Adam. There mm-hmm. was, like, some other guy who was brand new, you. Yeah, because yeah. I think the other guy that you're talking about was uh, Adam's homeboy. He didn't yeah, come yeah. that much either. He was, like, his friend or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, because, I mean... I don't think he was trying to be condescending or anything, but he was just like, with the group that we had in that barn, he was just like, wow, I mean, shit, we don't have to, there's something we won't have to teach later, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I was just like, you know, like, I feel like later looking back on it, it was like, like, if I say it out loud, like, I was wrestling in a goddamn barn. Like, <laughs> this girl from New York City with all these like yeah we different sort of people like like i was dedicated i wanted this shit like <laughs> yeah I, yeah because I, I went to new i went to new york for the very first time in my life a couple years ago and just to go walk Times square and just like see rats as big as cats and goddamn <laughs> delorean from the back to the future parked on the curb and people dressed like spider-man for real and shit yeah and yeah like, they and take then, pictures not, and they con you into pay twenty dollars, even if it's yeah. your own phone. <laughs> yeah, and then like you, what you're saying now is just like I went to the place that you lived, and I'm just like, yeah, I can, I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> and it then very like different. for me, like for me that you know, because I'm a little older, but so like when I heard older wrestlers talk about their time training and everything, that's exactly what I imagined. So I was just like. Oh, I'm doing what they did. Wrestling <laughs> you know? in barns. Hell yeah. <laughs> like a legit barn, too. Like in the summer. <laughs> yeah. It's all hot and, and shit. Shit. The winter wasn't pleasant. I either. know. It wasn't even better. Like, <laughs> yeah. But man, damn, that shit was fun. <laughs> do you ever so, feel like you still want to run? Oh, I do. I do. I, I get the itch every now and then because they got, um, a local promotion here that I, I assist in everything. So pretty, pretty much the same thing like I was doing there, but I, I don't have a flock of kids with me no more. <laughs> so, you know, I just did a commentary. I just did commentary for one of their shows. I helped set up the ring. I, you know, I just, I show support and I see them running around and then I was like, man, I used to do that shit. And then I, I go up there and I, 
I touched the rope ever so gently. I said, oh, no, no, I got to stay away. <laughs> I stay away. My back, my back. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, it, 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 it never left. I mean, it, it just kind of went further back into the back of my mind, but it, ne- it never left. And every time I go see a, a new Texas pro show here locally or whatever, I was like, eh, it is what it is. I have my time, but, I, you know, I don't regret it. No, definitely. I mean, like I said, everyone's journey is different. It's all about mm-hmm. enjoying it, being able to look back and be like, mm-hmm. like, I did that shit. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just like I hear all these different wrestling podcasts and shit and they, you know, giving all their analysis and stuff. And I was like, hey, man, you ever wrestled? Not, nah, I just watch a lot. And I was like, I mean, and I guess that's okay to a point or whatever. But when they start getting deep into the woods and whatever, I'm like, nah, nah, bro. You know, just just stop right there <laughs> but I and mean, then you can't knock I mean, even, people's passions i mean yeah, just cuz exactly. you love wrestling doesn't mean you you actually want to do it maybe you just want to be mm-hmm. immersed in the universe which is again this is what i love about wrestling how everyone mm-hmm. is so they're like you know they dived in like head first they did not yeah. care what was at the bottom it's wrestling and they're <laughs> in that shit it does not matter mm-hmm. what you throw at them they're going to fuck they're going to be behind you they're gonna cheer they're gonna be like yes Mm -hmm. and and to the flip of what i was just saying anyway to like where people they're that passionate to where they just actively go into the archives and the history of it and why people do a move this way and everything i respect those people because it's just like you're better than me and i do a (laughs) wrestling podcast and i'm just like i'm flying by the seat of my pants and everything you come in here with your notes and everything they're like well you're like Actually, <laughs> so I just, I just, all right, you got it, player. I, I never know. I never knew that. <laughs> I remember one time when I was doing the show, I, I was gonna do like a move of the week. I was gonna break down a, one move and be like a drop kick. Who, you know, where did it originate from? Who made it popular and stuff like that? Then I started researching and I started reading, which I don't like to do, and I was just like, fuck that. <laughs> I'll just I'll just continue to watch and just talk about what I like. Fuck it. <laughs> but I, I I wind up uh kind of falling back down that rabbit hole doing something similar to that again when I went to just see this uh new Spider-Man movie. Have you seen it yet? Of course, of course. Oh yes. Man. It was I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like I went with um my little cousins who I had to explain to them like oh guys, same thing yeah I'm just like you guys don't even know because I was alive for all three movies like I was alive when the first one came out and it was like the big hero he was like it was probably like the first one I think right it's that was the first one it wasn't like Hellboy or that was like the what? first uh Marvel big movie that came out and at the well, time, it was done by Sony, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 2002 uh, Tobey Maguire, the first yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. So I can't but remember. But we had Blade before that, but like Blade kind of laid the, the foundation for yeah. them to kind of. Well, I, I I mean, I didn't really enjoy Blade. I don't know. It wasn't. <laughs> I know. I Hold didn't. On, wait a minute. It's just Hold that on. I had watched Spider-Man as cartoons <laughs> and he was like yeah, my first cartoon crush. So I was like, yes, I have to go see Spider-Man. I was so excited mm-hmm. to watch that. Um, but to watch all of it, even the bad ones, like mm-hmm. number three in the movie theater and <laughs> everyone's reaction to it. And now so... to see 
all of them together. It was great. So I I went back after the um, we watched the newest one. We went back and watched the original three and the the two to follow the Andrew Garfield ones. Mm-hmm. So because like you, I brought my young child. And she was like, why are everybody cheering this old guy? I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot you didn't watch these shits. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, damn. I we know. That's, that's, I feel like they're missing They're missing out. Missing part mm. of the experience. And not only that, is to have, like, the OG and then have this giant gap of no Spider-Man. Mm. Then to release the new Spider-Man and then, like, a year later to replace him. <laughs> Yeah, that was like I was like, oh, I guess we got another Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, um, what was it? Damn. Oh fuck. Oh, because my kid, she, she is a freaking uh, MCU kid, so she mm-hmm. knows about everything starting from Captain Marvel all the way through to this current Spider Man. So she didn't know about the shit previous, and I, I felt such like I felt like an ass. So we went back the the day after and everything, and we sat there the whole day from the morning to that evening, and we watched the first three, then we watched the other two, and then the next day we started one each day for the Tom Holland ones and whatnot. And then, you know, we didn't do Into the Spider-Verse, but we, okay. we'll probably touch that later. I mean, she's seen it already. Yeah, but, yeah. But I was like, all right, now now we good. I said, now we need to how'd go see you, the new one again. <laughs> how'd you feel about the second Spider-Man? Because when he first came out, I, like I didn't like him. I didn't like him. I was like, I just think he had a like mm. an old man face. So like he was like <laughs> yeah. in high school, and I was mm. like, he does not look like a high school student. He he seems a little too too cool. Like I was used too to cool like for school. Yeah, he was like <laughs> He was just like, what's up, guys? You know, I'm not Spider-Man or whatever, but here I go skateboarding through the school class, like through the hallways and shit and dodging all this shit like a regular person, just human being, you know, normal, every regular degular shit. <laughs> like, I'm just like, who, who, what, what teenager is just this confident and just fucking killing it like this? Mm-hmm. Well, see, like with that one, I, I like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, but I, I just to your point or whatever, I think they just put him in the wrong period of that character. So right. if they would have just picked up the story, you know, maybe after high school and everything, and you just kind of like maybe, you know, midway through college or just beginning college or something like that working. I, I could see that. But like we had the Tobey Maguire stuff to where we seen the origin and everything. Uncle Ben got shot out, you know, and damn. <laughs> We had to start all over with this guy, and they yeah, just kind of yeah. like shoehorn it all up front because the second movie is just like he already off in the weeds and everything. Yeah, so yeah. So I kind of feel like they could have started the timeline in the second movie, you know, for the I, first I have movie to say and went that, from there. Do you remember that scene where Gwen dies? And oh yeah. They zoom into his face. Oh mm-hmm. my god! I and I was in the movie theater. I had to look away. He he slow cries into the camera, and it's so awkward like ugly cry like like spit it was so bad and i was so i had ptsd watching the new movie because i was like please don't cry please don't cry he starts crying and they start zooming into his face i'm gonna have to leave this the theater like i cannot watch this the toby mcguire when he made he got an ugly cry face i mean his (laughs) nose go flat and it weak (laughs) but i just felt so uncomfortable like I'm sitting here and something emotional is happening. I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty sad. She died. 
but then they just mm-hmm. spent like a minute and a half of him just staring into the screen crying and i was just like how much more like am i gonna have mm-hmm. to take <laughs> word and i thought it was like an interesting choice when they had that scene to where she was falling and he went down he shot the web oh and yeah everything. yeah that and the was little like web redemption. looked like a hand and yeah. shit and everything and then like for the new movie he got you know yeah, I like how they tied it off. I yeah, like all that. it was great. I, I actually felt that I was like, yes, now he's he's set. Like now he can just go fuck off to his uniform, his universe. Yeah. Like <laughs> he cried, he, he cried a lot. In that new I movie. know, I know, right? I was like, God, I, I kept turning around. I was like, no, please don't start him up because yeah, I just can't. He, I, for Toby Maguire's face, I was okay with, but his mm-hmm. face, his face specifically, I was like, please do not do yeah, this it, to me again. It was just, it was just different <laughs> stages of the Spider-Man character right there because like Toby has been through, you know, losing Ben, you know, you know, being with MJ, breaking up with MJ, the whole, you know, he's lived a full life to that point to where they all come together. And then, you know, uh, Andrew Garfield's character is just getting past the Gwen thing and everything. And he's starting to adjust and everything. And then freaking uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is just like, just starting all the stuff they already did and he's like oh i love i love so. how they cleaned it up even the mistakes i don't know if you saw the trailer um for the oh, venom the... yeah oh yeah yeah so yeah. they're like mm-hmm. that's it he's gone i'm like oh thank god because this little goofy venom character i, I was like, like so yeah like it was it. so it was so bad again i watched the like the the spider-man series when i was a kid like that mm-hmm. was the cartoons were like my favorite watching it so yeah to watch this i used to be like why like why is mm-hmm. he so goofy like are they trying to make him a disney character now like is he like a disney princess or something because oh, no. i don't know what's going on <laughs> so what i did I, I did enjoy the first movie the first venom movie or whatever but it was like all right this is gonna be a one-off or whatever and it's just like because I, I took it for what it was i knew it wasn't gonna be the thing that i wanted the most you know just to, like just just beastly motherfucker killing people just ripping heads off or whatever you know so i enjoyed it for what it was especially you know i kind of enjoyed it a little more because my kids liked it and then they made the second one and i was just like oh man i'm excited to see carnage and then we got what we got and i just the first one's still better than the second one but the second one they hmm, i think they were just kind of trying to hurry up and get it done yeah they were just like, let's just uh, throw these characters out there and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, Sony got their own agenda as far as these characters go. But what I'm excited for, because we talked about this a little bit before on the uh, the episode before this, one, we, we just did a whole spoiler on Spider-Man and shit. <laughs> so it's just like... Your fans um, love you right now. They're like, yeah, spoil oh, that shit. Oh, I mean, we, we, it's enough grace period. Fuck them now. <laughs> At this point, you know, I mean, we grace period, but like the episode that we recorded, we recorded it the weekend of the release of Spider-Man. That, and I put, I put the disclaimers. I was like, hey, spoilers. Maybe you don't want to listen to this episode this week, you know? So I gave him a lot of headroom to be like, I'm going to skip this one. I didn't. It was spoilerific, but I, I let them know. I let them know. So um, what I, I like about how they set everything up, especially like the end credit scene for um, the Venom 2 and whatnot to where they transported them in the world. It didn't make sense to me. But now seeing the Spider-Man movie and how everybody got blipped into this reality, it makes sense to me now. But, you know, he got blipped out of that reality because everybody went back and they left the symbiote. So we found out 
uh, not too long ago, right after the first this new Spider-Man, that Sony and Marvel reached another agreement for another three films. So I'm hoping it's going to be Tom Holland's interaction with the symbiote now, and he get the black Spider-Man suit and all this shit. And I'm just like, I'm ready for this shit. <laughs> I I am also ready for it. I I actually like this Spider-Man. I think yes. he's all right. Stan Lee put a stamp of approval on him. He's like, yeah. it. He's like, he's if good. I could pick a Spider-Man, this is him. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I like him. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't eat. He, he's dating Zendaya, which my daughter uh, liked both of them. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cute. I like when mm-hmm. stars uh, are cute together like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And not in a, like, I'm cheating on my girlfriend, you know, Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt kind of way. But uh, um, like, a, you know. I really like this girl and we're in a movie together. So, you know, I'm going to bag that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like at that point, how can you not, how can you not bag in a, in a Marvel movie? Mm-hmm. So did you see the Dr. Strange trailer? Oh yes. I, I am oh, so excited for Dr. Strange. Yeah. Um, his movies. So I, yeah. I, I love them all. So um, have you been keeping up with like the other side series, like Hawkeye and the what if series and all that other stuff? So I did watch the what if I haven't watched the Hawkeye. I think I've, I've only watched the first episode. It's like mm-hmm. his daughter. She's at like a, a bell tower and she's like shooting stuff off at the university or her apartment or whatever it is. But yeah, um, I am planning to watch the rest of Hawkeye. It's just a lot. It's just I gave us so much that. Yeah. Yeah. So well, well you you you're in a good spot because the this the little the series is over so you can just go ahead and power right through yeah, all of it. It's only sure. 6 episodes, so I actually started watching The Mandalorian. I know I'm super oh, late, yeah. but I this is actually my first Star Wars series. I have okay, been avoiding well, Star Wars since like, you know, all these all mm-hmm. these movies coming out, all the fandom. I yeah. I like I like it's 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 almost like the wrestling fandom. I love how the fans are. They are devoted. Mm-hmm. They dress up. They write stories. They write analysis. You know, these are the ones that yes. take out their textbook and explaining to you about you know the empire and the past it wars and here <laughs> exactly um, the languages that they speak. Oh everything. man, like yeah, that blew my mind because like uh, not uh, Star Wars specifically, but like uh, Star Trek or whatever with the Klingons and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Klingons, yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm like, yeah. How? How? <laughs> there was like this big debate because the Star Wars had this uh, animated series on Cartoon Network that was like the, uh, Clone, Wars. the Clone Wars, and then there was like this one female character that she was, um, she was. I feel like she was picked on. I don't know, but. Mm-hmm. They they were like, how can she be the next blah blah blah? Like they people were just going bizarre and angry yeah. about it. Like this is a side series that they made for children. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? Like this is this is not even part of the main story pot. So yeah, and I like Star Wars to an extent. I mean, I like other things better, but I, I do respect the the franchise and the series and whatnot. I didn't get into a lot of the side stuff, like the Clone Wars and the Rebels and all the new stuff, like the new batch that they got that just came out. I haven't got into any of the side stuff, but like, you know, episode one through three and freaking four through six and then seven through nine, you know, I've I've watched all of them. And then the new stuff that they have that came out, like um, Rogue One and uh, Solo and everything, I, I enjoy the new shit. Kind of better than the old shit. But 
I didn't grow up with that generation who, you know, have a fondness and an attachment to the older things, but I respect it all. And just the way it all connects in this one big fucking story. giant story. Yeah. That's yeah. like the, that's like the magic part of it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't watch, I think it's, you say it's four five and six. That's the first and second rounds, right? Like it's yeah. that order. Yeah. Four, so five, it's, six. yeah, yeah. So four, so five, it's six like, is like the original yeah, three. Yeah. And then they and went then, back and made prequels one, two, and three. So oh, I never God. watched, I never watched those movies. There was one time I attempted to watch it and I was like 12 and I fell asleep like right at the beginning. Yeah. But being a child of the internet and TV, mm-hmm. um, it's like I feel like I I watched it because so many references, you know what I exactly. mean. Exactly. So I as of now, maybe in the future, I'll be like, "Man, Star Wars is so great." Whatever. Like mm-hmm. I I'm giving it a chance. This is like I actually decided that I was gonna try to dive in a little bit into the Star yeah. Wars fandom. Well, you know, picking up on the Mandalorian, I think this is a good starting point for you because it's a, a great series. I mean. It has references to the, you know, original movies and all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, I know you might not get them right off the bat, but I mean, even without that knowledge, it's still a good fucking show. So, I mean, I'm up to the part. Yeah, like I'm up to the part where. um, Oh, I'm actually up to the second season. That's where I'm up to. So I'm at the very first episode, the second season. So I've been enjoying it. Um, I think it's great. I have a lot of questions always, like because I'm yeah. like, what? Why are these people like this? Why are they? Is mm-hmm. if the empire is gone, then why are they still wearing their outfits? I mean, they're <laughs> cute, but <laughs> also, yeah. I, I also had to ask about these are known robots or droids or mechs or whatever you want to call them. Why do mm-hmm. they treat them like humans? Any reason? Like, I understand AI, but I would not treat uh a robot with such emotion i don't know i just feel like i don't know like a robot screaming when it's being shot at (laughs) i'm like uh i don't know about this or a robot grabbing a gun to hold it like why wouldn't he just have handguns like his hands are actual (laughs) guns like no need to hold they're just guns (laughs) doesn't make sense to me like if this is a, a robot made for war or battles or whatever protection why wouldn't the guns be built in? I don't know. See, I mean, <laughs> that. I don't know. Uh, see, when we think about stuff like that, because, I mean, eventually we're about to start dealing with this shit ourselves, <laughs> right? You know, because, I mean, do you really want to give the thing that could potentially kill you in your sleep the weapons to do so? I mean, I yeah, mean, it's like, already it's a like, walking weapon. I, but, I, mean, I, I see that. I can understand that. But, like, if it's a war or a protector bot, do you want your robot to spend three seconds reaching over to get a gun or just have handguns? Like, pow, 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 pow. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, I was just like, what? It doesn't give him like hand a a a, a hand sword like or a knife or something like he just shanks from close combat and then some sort of <laughs> like I, I was just so confused I was like why is this robot handling things like a human being like if he also has fingers and appendages like he's a robot <laughs> I don't know I mean I mean you pick your poison at that point is like all right I'm gonna build this badass protect a robot to protect me when i go out and do my nefarious shit and whatnot i'm gonna give him a sword arm you know fuck, <laughs> fuck having hands he just his whole arm is a sword then i'm gonna have well, uh, okay fine like even if you're not 
even if you're not gonna give them like full sword hands, maybe some hands that turn into a sword or something like that. I'm not sure. Like convertible hands, sword hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they just pop out, and underneath is a surprise. It's a fucking sword or a knife. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just just like a, yeah, a shank you. underneath. Like, he just flips his wrist and underneath is, like, guns. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, mm. kind of like those Austin Power bots, the Fembots. They had yeah. guns in their boobs. You see, those those bitches were made for war. They're not going to grab some guns. They, they already got them. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you make all the valid points. I, <laughs> I was just... I, I understand. Like, I was just like, okay, I guess this is just part how it is. Like robots are the ai here have emotion and they have such deep thought that they're almost philosophical it's a little bit weird but okay we're just rolling with it <laughs> sure <laughs> so uh man yeah, yeah th- this is fun so um <laughs> where are you wrestling now i think is what a uh, ppw or yeah so my home um, promotion what I you will always catch me at is PPW. Starting the new year, I will be doing uh, other shows in the tri-state, mostly New York City. That's where I live, or anywhere surrounding New York City that I can get to. Um, but PPW definitely, um, they've been so gracious and kind to give me a chance and just go out there and trust me in what I do. Mm-hmm. So, how long has it been professionally for you now? I, the thing is, I don't really count it because, like, mm-hmm. I had I had so many, um, like, bumps in the way where I was just like, do I want to do this? And then mm-hmm. I would take a break or something would happen where I was just not able to do things or. Okay. But it's been, I would say, professionally now starting. This is my, I started in July of, of this year. Okay. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to be posted, but it would oh, be Sunday. The, this Sunday. Oh, okay. So yeah. it'd be like the year of 2021. So um, I would say that I'm still currently within my first year of actually going out there on the road and okay. exactly okay. actually word, doing word. my thing. Um, because the training part of it, um, some people train their whole lives and never, never actually do it. Never go out there. Never. You know what I mean? So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you know, I know you're working around your home base operation and everything like that, but is there any aspiration maybe within the next year to go outside your bubble? Maybe oh, come I would down love. to Texas? I would love. <laughs> I would love to do that. I would love I wouldn't go everywhere. Take me, baby. Invite me. Pay for my ticket. Fly me out. I'm ready. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I got my passport card. Like I I am good to go. Like I I'm ready for whatever. I want to go to Japan. I want to go I don't know, California, even like Washington state. I don't know, whatever state you guys want to take me to. Like I'm ready. (laughs) So before we, before we close and everything, dream scenario. So right, right after we hang up here, you get the call, you know, you know, just whatever, you know, we want to make your dreams come true. You know, can you be here tomorrow? What company would you like to get that phone call from? Um, specifically, I don't want to say, I don't want to name companies. I want a company that I'm able to be who I imagined when I was 11 years old. 
Okay. I want to be cosmic. I don't want my character, like, not that I don't want it to progress, obviously, but I don't want to turn into, like, you know, a regular two-name girl that's just, like, Mm. like, Erica, I don't know, like, (laughs) Vines or something like that. Like, I don't, I want to be who I am. I want to feel comfortable. I want to have fun doing this. I want to look the way I want to look aesthetically. I want to look cute, but mm-hmm. I can also kick your ass. Like, I, I also want to be able to just have everyone agree that like, I'm cosmic. That's it. <laughs> Word. So I got a knock on the door here. Uh, no. it's, it's, it's my child. Come on, child. <laughs> Come on, you already came knock on the door. Come on. No, I don't exist. This is my young one. That Hi. He, she did not see Spider, the original Spider-Man, so I had to educate her. I stole his what you? What'd you think? Yeah. What'd you think? She said, what'd you think of the Spider-Man movie? It was good. The old ones. Yeah, they were good. Oh, my back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to wrap this up. Okay. Oh, car. My hat now. No, it's my hat now. My hat. Okay. <laughs> I I got a, I got a little on air light that I always forget to turn on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, you have it like on the outside. Yeah, it's on the outside. Oh, but cool. I, but I mean, it's she part of the show. Every, every every episode starts out with her voice. So I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is your show. You make it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So. I just when you was talking about, you know, just maintaining your character and doing it your way and all this other stuff like that, you know, keeping, you know, the name cosmic while you was talking and explaining that I was taking it in and I kind of got distracted with the knock at the door. <laughs> but I, I, I had a little vision inside my head. Just, uh, you know, all characters evolve at, at some point and whatnot. And, you know, I know you kind of feel weird about having maybe two names or whatever or something in the back or something in the front. But it, it came to me came to me give me your suggestion go ahead cosmic supreme Ooh, i actually thought that one too you know that i actually did when i was considering names i liked the supreme part of it but i just thought that it was too much like cosmic and then supreme like Mm -hmm. i do like that Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean shit that can even probably work with a stable or something like that you i mean you have your people under you and you can be the cosmic supreme and it works because it's based in magic just like me (laughs) man it's it's been great oh no go ahead go ahead ahead. no i was just gonna say that i just want a company that will be able to see my vision that's all Mm -hmm. it is it's not that i don't want to change or i want to keep everything the same it's just like um i have a certain character and again that I've had in my head since I was 11 years old. And I would love to have that character come to life. Word. I got you. Well, it's been great catching up with you and everything. And then don't be a stranger. But uh, let everybody <laughs> it know. It a while to get this ready. Oh, yeah. I know. Because, I mean, you're doing things and stuff. And I understand that. I got to respect people's journeys in life and their process and whatnot. So before you go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and everything that you got going on. Okay, so my main uh, chosen platform is Instagram, and it's Yes Cosmic, as in Yes Cosmic. Anything you want, I'll give it to you all. <laughs> so you can go ahead and follow me. Um, I do have a TikTok, but I don't uh, post that much. I usually use TikTok for my own 
entertainment and yeah. enjoyment. Like it's great. It's great over there. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. And she has a Twitter at yes, cosmic one that she doesn't use that I don't use. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I have not uh, been an active participant in Twitter yet. So mm-hmm. eh, take your time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really weird over there. I mean, it's cool. I mean, you can network and do all kinds of fun shit over there, but uh, it's kind of toxic. <laughs> yeah, I've heard stories. I've heard yeah. uh, a lot of communities kind of been like, oh, we don't go over to Twitter. <laughs> the rumors are true. <laughs> <laughs> but as it is for every guest of the Random Rambles with Rob, you've been a guest. So the door is always open for you to come back to promote your next big thing or just to shoot the shit awesome awesome yeah i i I, like i said this is my second podcast i think maybe third i can't really remember should have been your first but yeah i know (laughs) i kept i kept saying like i'm like i have to do this with this podcast i have to do this i have to do this and i keep forgetting but look at that by the end of the year i got you didn't i get you (laughs) yeah you did it This is Hoppy. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm over here cooking dinner with hooks, rubs, and spices. Uh, B-Rob turned me on to this stuff, and i tell you what, it's great. It's a homemade blend of the finest ingredients sourced from Texas gardens, farmers, and markets. And it's some good shit. i tell you what, try the smoking sweetness, or you can try Hoppy's favorite, the Mad Cow, which is a nice peppery slap in the face. One taste, and you'll be hooked. Hooks, rubs, and spices. 